America. This is Danger Close, USA Centrist Talk Radio, and it's your host, Jeff Kaufman. Perhaps the greatest disc jockey voice on the east coast of the United States. I'm not on the coast, but on the eastern side of the United States. Southeastern. What I'm trying to say is I have the best voice you've ever heard. Admit it. Say it out loud. Say it now. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me you know that I sound incredibly sexy. I'm just kidding. I am not that full of myself. You may think I am, but I'm not. Anyways, how are you today? How's everything going? Everybody doing okay? I just had a, uh, a small problem at a local Walgreens. I won't go into detail. But uh, let me just say this. A lot of people who run registers can be replaced with a monkey with a brain tumor. Okay? A small monkey with a brain tumor can do the job of a cashierist. Some. I'm not all. I'm not putting down anybody who does, you know, runs a cash, a cash register for a living. Don't, don't take that the wrong way. I just had a minor altercation with a lady running a register, and it it, uh, it ticked me off. And I'm I'm pretty easy to get along with, believe it or not. Uh, even though I I look rough and tough and hard to diaper, I'm actually a very quiet, uh, very a gentle person. But uh, if you run me the wrong way, uh, the outcome can be uh, rather bad. Let me just put it this way. I had to uh, pick a prescription up for my daughter. And as I was standing there trying to give them the information, they asked me for the birthday. Uh, and for the life of me, for some reason, I just couldn't pull it out of my, my file cabinet in my head. I just, it, it was like, I can't remember. And I, I literally, I couldn't remember her birthday. I knew it was May, and I knew it was in the 20s. <sighs> I have eight children. Some, I have, you know, two step, well, actually, technically, I have nine, counting my, my wife's firstborn. So if you really want to be technical, I have nine children. I, I'm not saying that, you know, some people think that's a bad thing. Okay, fine. You can go ahead and think that. I love my children. I, I'm not going to go into detail, but literally, I just looked at her, and I, you know, I was trying to be funny, and I said, I have eight kids. I said, I can't remember them all. And uh, she made a comment, and I was like, you know, I wanted to make sure that, you know, it was supposed to be an insult, so I double-checked, and, of course, it was an insult. And, uh, well, I just about turned it into wall reds, okay? I mean, I'm just, I'm not a violent person, but, I mean, like I said, you know, people can run a register without having to fucking make rude comments. You know, I'm sorry. You don't agree to a person having eight children. You know, and some, you know, I'm talking stepchildren, you know, and add it all together. My, my, my wife's children and my children, that's what it equals. And, uh, you know, there's no reason for you to, uh, say anything in objection or anything or, 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 or even say a, a single fucking word. If you have a problem with it, write your senator. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. There was no, no reason for me to feel guilty of having that many children. And it's not like I had that many children. It's like I said, stepchildren, add them all together. I have eight kids, nine. Technically, nine. If you really want to be technical, my wife, uh, you know, before I met her, she lost a child, childbirth. And uh, if you really want to be technical, I have ten. One's up in heaven waiting to meet me. I don't know. I'm just saying. 
there's, I, ugh. Obviously a Trump supporter, is what I'm going to say. She was obviously one of those. I bet she thinks Donald Trump's the hottest piece of chunk of meat in the world. And she was just rude. I mean, I don't mind rude people. You can be rude to me. But if you say something about my kids or about me having to do with my kids or anything along the way, I don't need your shit. That's basically what I said to her, too. I, I told her to step the fuck back and get someone over here who can run the register without running her mouth. And, uh... I'm not a nice guy. I am the nicest person in the world. I really am. I, I just said I'm not the nicest. I'm not a nice guy. I am a nice guy. But I'm not... I'm not a sweet, gentle, kind, caring man if you rub me the wrong way. I mean, you don't pet a dog against his fur. You know what I mean? I'm just saying don't rub me the wrong way. Don't be abrasive to me. I won't be abrasive to you. If you want to insult me, you know, do like the rest of these uh, morons online and uh, insult me with some kind of profile picture of a bunny rabbit and a fake name. So I don't have to know who you are. At least she had the audacity to say it to my face. But it was just, you know, wow. It's none of your goddamn business how many children I have. I was trying to be funny. I couldn't remember my daughter's birthday. I mean, I have a lot of kids. I was literally going through them. I mean, you should hear me when I have to yell at one of the kids. I go through all of them. Tristan, Taylor, I mean, Alyssa, I mean, no, Olivia, ah! I mean, eventually I'll get to you. I mean, I am a good father. I think I am. I've been told I am. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm not, that's not my, uh, my own opinion. That's other people's opinion. I'm a good dad. I'm not, I'm not going to feel guilty for having children. I don't care if I have fucking 500 of them. As long as I'm taking care of them, or as long as they're taken care of, or whatever. As long as they're happy, healthy, and breathing, and, and well-fed, and they got clothing and a roof over their head, you shouldn't have a goddamn opinion about it. Excuse me. I didn't mean to clear my throat in front of you. I gotta have some form of etiquette while I'm doing these shows, because I've caught myself listening. I, I kind of proof my shows, and I catch myself like clearing my throat, and like I just did... I did a little snot back thing, like, you gotta pull the snot back, I mean, that's horrible, I'm sorry, but, it, you know, it happened. Now, this guy just lost something out of his freaking truck and slammed on the brakes in the middle of the fucking highway. You're a genius. That's why we don't put things in the back of a pickup truck we don't want to blow out. He's jumping out. In traffic. Oh, wow. He almost got, oh, wow. Idiot. So... I don't know how many of you actually watched Trump lie to the nation speech last night. I didn't. A lot of people didn't. I, I think they probably had a very low turnout as far as viewers. Um, but, you know, if you did pay attention to any of it, I did watch a little recap of it. Um, you know, he's a buffoon, okay? The guy's a fucking moron. And when I say moron, I mean it in the most sincere way. He's a fucking moron. And you could tell he was squinting. Try, you know, he was trying to read a teleprompter. You could tell he was having a hard time there. And it was all written in, like, sixth grade English. You know, there wasn't a whole lot of words that were longer than, you know, a few syllables. You know, I didn't want to see him get stuck with, a you know, some word that was longer than he's accustomed to using. Best, better, big, bad, good, great, good, okay. I mean, just saying. I mean, it was like, it was, every sentence was written like, like it was sixth grader wrote it. So I listened to a little bit of it, a little recap of it, and I'm just like, okay, well, this is the same narrative you've been pushing. You have all these people telling you that 
you're lying. I mean, obviously. I mean, there's no... There, I'm sure there's a problem at the border. Is it a national emergency? No, it's not. What it is is that we got a, a freaking moron that doesn't know how to run this country and can't figure out how to work around immigrants. And then you have his, his fucking son, Donald Trump Jr. Let me tell you something. I have a fantasy of being locked in a room with him with no windows, no cameras for five minutes. And it's not for that. It's for, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm a heterosexual, so that's not what I'm talking about when I say I'm going to be locked in a room with five minutes for five minutes with uh, Donald Trump Jr. Okay? I'm a heterosexual. I, I hope people can figure that out, what I'm trying to say. I don't want the Secret Service coming to my house, but I would love to just... You know what I mean? I don't... I don't, I'm not trying to make physical threats. Like I said, it's a fantasy. <laughs> it's something I would like to do if I could, if it was possible. Maybe we can get UFC involved and we can just, me and him can just uh, go in the ring. A blue collar, six foot, almost one, six foot one. Let's just, let's just round me up. I'm going to round myself up here. I'm six foot one, 228 pounds. I'm rough, tough. You could probably hit with a hammer. I'll be okay. Versus Mr. Slickback, uh, a spoon probably weighs a lot to him. I'm sure when he has when he eats, he has a hard time lifting the fork. Um, coward, sissy boy. Let's let's do that. Can we? Can, can anybody work on that for me? Can you contact uh, Dana White there at the UFC and see if we can set something up? I'm a nobody. I mean, I'm just talking on my ass. Maybe I could just get in the uh, octagon with fucking Donald Trump Jr. That'd be great. Can we do that? I mean, I'll tell you what. I'll go in the ring if it's him and Sean Hannity. Both at the same time. Sean Hannity's supposed some kind of kung fu martial arts thing. I would love to try that. I would love for him to try his kung fu on me. Oh, yeah, you know kung fu? Good, he can visit in the hospital. Hannity. I'm surprised Hannity doesn't have the Secret Service. I mean, his nose and his, his, you know, his nose is so far up Trump's ass, you would think he's family. I'm just being honest. That's the dumb. That's the biggest downfall about me. You'll discover I'm I'm honest. That's a, that's a big pain in the patukas for people. I used to listen to Sean Hannity, and I stopped for obvious reasons. I just I can't stand him. I I used to live in an area where all I could get was talk radio. And from Fidelity, uh, literally, I would like turn on the radio, and all I could get was uh, conservative talk shows. Every, every it was like one channel. That's all I got. Oh look, this guy doesn't realize it's green. Let's go. It's a green light. Let's go. Come on. It's not magenta. It's not fluorescent orange. Drive, drive. There you go. Good job. Good job. I can't blame him. The sun was in his face. He probably can't see the freaking light. Hopefully, he figured it out. <sighs> Trying to find something on the radio, folks. I would like. I was trying to get find like if I could get Sean Hannity on here. I was hoping I'd get Sean Hannity on here so I could critique him. Obviously, I'm not getting Sean Hannity. The Russia investigation. 
investigation, and Paris Terry Johnson's here in the studio with us. Hi, Kerry. Hey, Ari. Uh, what kind of a reception did William Barr get from senators today? Mostly a warm one. Bill Barr met with Republican lawmakers, including Lindsey Graham, the incoming chairman of the Judiciary Committee. Lindsey Graham told reporters he asked Barr a lot of questions about the Russia investigation and the man leading it, special counsel Robert Mueller. Barr and Mueller are apparently good friends. Mueller attended the weddings of Barr's children, and Lindsey Graham says Barr told him Mueller is not on a witch hunt. Barr said he would make sure Mueller can finish the job, and according to Graham, Barr also said he would, quote, lean on the side of transparency in terms of releasing any public report that Mueller prepares. All this new information may be coming out now to make Barr's nomination more attractive to Democrats. Okay, so it's clear what the central tension point in this confirmation fight will be. Lindsey Graham, a very untrustworthy politician. Uh, I have no care for him whatsoever. I don't trust anything Lindsey Graham says. Um, he flips more than a dolphin out of the water. You know what I mean? He's just he's, he's predictable. Um, I don't trust any politician who's right now speaking up for Trump. Um, I think there's a lot of uh, things that we have yet to uh, understand. I think a lot of these politicians are protecting themselves. I think a lot of them had their fingers in the shit pie, and I think a lot of them are afraid. I really do. I think they're all out to try to protect themselves. And Lindsey Graham, the way he talks and the things he says, one day, you know, he's all about, uh, you know, Trump, and the next day he's like, well, I'm going to try to lean on the side of transparency. Yeah, you're a little more obtuse than you are transparent. Oh, we won't go into that. I, I just don't like Lindsey Graham. don't like anything about him. Um, it's just because he's an old fuddy-duddy who's uh, just kind of spinning it the way he wants. And it's sad. You shouldn't even be... I think they should have an age limit on people who uh, can continue to be senators and congressmen. I think they should have an age limit. I think once you get to a certain age, you shouldn't be able to be uh, a senator or congressman anymore because I just don't think people are mentally fit. I don't think he's mentally fit. He might be. I just don't think he's mentally fit. Anyways... uh, Anyways, this is Danger Close USA, Centrist Talk Radio. This is your host, Jeff Kaufman. I uh, just kind of, I'm just winging it as usual, nothing special. Um, talking, I'm ranting, I'm uh, just saying what's on my mind. If, if you want to uh, be a part of this show, I would be happy to take you on. Uh, you can call or text 828 360 3692. Um, in the United States, that's a North Carolina number. Uh, you can call or text it, and we can get in touch with each other and discuss something. I don't know. I, I really don't have that many followers yet. I am getting some uh, average plays. Uh, you know, I'm not uh, I'm not hitting the big leagues. I don't think I was going to do this to really hit the big leagues. I'm having fun with it. That's really what this is about. I did get a comment yesterday on Twitter uh, about my uh, truth sushi. He said, I'm going to use that from now on. And I think he should. I, I'm just saying. I was just that's just how I am. I uh, I'm not one to uh, sugarcoat shit. I'm not. If I got a problem, if I got something I need to say, I say it. Um, unless I have to keep a job, and then I, I I tend to censor myself, which you know I think any man would do in this day and age. You want to keep your job, and you might have to work with some people who don't like you, and they might say some things you don't like, and you might just have to bite your tongue. I really don't care. Uh. That's what I have to do in order to keep food coming in, you know, uh, money coming in the house and food on the table and the lights stay on. And I have to bite my tongue, uh, swallow my pride, uh, 
okay, I will. I mean, I'm not ashamed of it. Why should I be? I don't think I should be. I think I should be proud of the fact that I can, you know, hold a job and, and I have been going on four years. And, uh, you know, I'm not exactly treated the greatest. Uh, I'm not going to lie. And there's things that are been said to me that I didn't, I don't appreciate, but, uh, I have enough respect for the guy to keep showing up and, uh, keep my mouth shut. I, I think he knows that he's an intelligent man. He knows, I think he's got that figured out. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm just saying, I, I've got respect for the guy. Uh, that's all I can say. I mean, I, I need my job. I need to be able to, you know, keep paying the bills and taking care of things. And as long as his checks keep cashing, I keep showing up. I said it to a guy one time when uh, he asked me how I liked the job. I had just started working for him. He was a local uh, well driller. And uh, I had been working for him for a few days. And uh, he pulled me in the office and he says, uh, how do you like your job? I said, it's great. He said, you like working here? I said, yeah. And he goes, so you're going to stick around? I said, look, as long as your checks keep cashing, I'll keep showing up. And that rubbed him the wrong way. And I'm like, well, it's honesty. I mean, what do you want me to tell you? The only thing you can do to me to make me quit right now is for me to go try to cash a check and someone say, well, uh, there's no money for you. You know, I'm just saying, as long as your checks cash, buddy, I'll keep showing up. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to lie to you? I was just saying, I mean, that's the worst thing you can do. That's what you want me to quit. That's what you're going to do to get me to quit a job. Don't pay me. And speaking of that, I can't imagine 800 some odd thousand Americans out there who are not getting paid and showing up every day. My hat is off to you. I probably would do the same thing, but at the same time, going on like the third week, I'd be ready to tell someone to kiss my ass. And people got to do something about this. I mean, it's insane. And you got these morons out there starting a GoFundMe for a freaking wall when they should be starting a GoFundMe for paying people who are not getting paid by the federal government who keep showing up every day. I think they deserve it. I need to fix my mailbox. It's really bad. I go to open the damn thing and it just blows apart. Um, well, I'm home. And you've reached my optimum amount of time for me to do my show. My talk show, 18 Minutes. Um, that's what I was expecting to do in the beginning of this whole thing, um, because I was I looked at my my drive time, you know, from from work to here, and I was roughly you know anywhere between 17, 18 minutes, and uh, so that's what I was expecting uh, for a time frame as far as doing my shows, and uh, so I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Um. I'm glad you joined me. I'm glad you're here, uh, but I got to go. I got to go eat dinner. I got to go be a dad. I got to go be a husband. I got to go uh, walk in the house and smile and say I love you and all that happy stuff that I do every day. And, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm proud to be an American. I hope you are, too. I hope you're proud of our country. Um, no matter how you feel about Donald Trump, uh, America still rocks. It's always been great, always going, always going to be great. It's the greatest country in the world. And no moron on uh, no moron. <clears throat> no moron can make what has always been great, great again. That's my closing statement. We are a great country. We've always been a great country. And no super douchebag can make what's always been great, great again. And anybody who thinks America needs to be great again, uh, where were you for the last 44 years I've been alive? Because America's always been great. God bless America. God bless you. Uh, if you're not religious, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. I'm, I, I'm not someone who's going to say, ah, let's have a, a, you know, a war of religions. I, I don't care. 
who you call God. If you don't have a God, you might be an atheist. You might be, uh, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me as long as you love this country. You love America, we'll get along fine. This was Danger Close USA, Central Stock Radio. This was your host, Jeff Kaufman. I bid you farewell. Have a good evening.